get that bike i want it to be a tron bike a tron motorcycle i just like the lights tron motorcycle like i've seen people make their own did they use the same design in the old movies for the motorcycles they did in the new movie no was it different well yeah it's the same concept but just updated so they didn't make it different yeah yeah because it was which one do you want the newer one, yeah. The new you ones. want the new one? Yeah, the new one's awesome. Okay. Yeah, where's your uh, watch? Look up the old Tron bike. With the, it was from the 80s. So, you know, when they, they of course, Disney's got to redesign and make it look cooler for the, they're supposed to be making another Tron, I thought. Really? Yeah, I thought they were making another movie. That's what I had heard. Because they have the Tron ride at uh, Disneyland now. Or Disney World, I should say. And it's a light cycle. Light cycle. You found the image? Oh, no, you're searching. Oh, yeah, I guess that didn't really look like anything. No, because the graphics, I mean, think about the computer they had. I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. And then when you see the new one, you're like, oh, shit, here we go. I guess it's been a while since I've seen that movie. That does not look like anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was supposed to be the concept of a, of a bike, but not really a bike, you know? Let's see. Is this the is this the scene? Are you watching the 80s one? I think so. Actually, I don't think it does that sound. I forgot is that what, what it looked like? I think that looks about right. Oh, the grid. Yeah, man. It at the time, I mean, when I was a kid, I remember just seeing this movie come on TV. But I feel like there was no. Did they show the actual actors on the light cycle? Mm-hmm. Watch, they're gonna jump on it. See, it, it forms around them. Oh, yeah, a, but they kind of did that real weird, like. And then they're inside, like, like you can't see them, so you don't see them riding it. No, no. No, so they uh, they had a total redesign because it was supposed to be like a game. You're in a game, so like, so then you were watching like a video game, pretty much. See, and they really went for the talking to each other, like uh, like they're flying okay, planes. They or do something. show them through the glass a little bit. That was a cool angle. Yeah. But when it's farther away, it's just a bike, you know, like. Right. Seems tripping me out now. It's pretty cool for the time it it came out. I mean, it was. This looks really good for what it is. They remastered it, too. They made it look better. Obviously, with the HD and everything that has come out now. So it's it's watchable. That guy just crashed yeah, through got, the hole in the he wall. He got fucked up. He didn't. He didn't uh, jive when he's supposed to, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, he did not. But they did make it look pretty cool. The streak and everything that follows the bike, 
Like those were some of the cool effects. And it's an interesting concept for a game too. Is like you know, it's like snake, but you gotta, and it moves so fast. It so moves so fast. Okay, we gotta stop watching Tron. Yeah, We're yeah, just yeah. gonna sit here all day and watch Tron. Uh, we have the spiced rum from last time again, which is okay because the reason is um, it was already here. It was, and and um, what is a better reason than convenience? Yeah. Do you got any more uh, mystery bottles? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. That was interesting. That was a good a good time. Um, <laughs> I like when you're like getting crossed up. You're like a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, we just got this. I mean, we got other stuff. It's just that this was already here. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. No, so I, I, figured, I just like, thought it, I let's thought, just drink it. I thought the game was kind of fun. We don't know what we were going to get, and we flipped a coin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we had Google flip the coin. I think she liked that. Do you think she, she, like? she likes doing that kind of thing. Do you? Do you do that a lot? Do you make her flip a lot of coins? Not usually there, but here on my phone. Oh, really? Are you yeah. always? Are, is, do you do this like to yourself? You're like, I don't know which no, one no, I should no. it's pick. Like, it's like, uh, okay, you know, we're deciding on something and it's like, all right, I'll just flip a coin. I don't know if I should get a meatball sandwich or an Italian sub. Right. Or it's Google like, flip a coin. what do you want? Do you want Chinese? You want pizza? You want hamburgers? What do you want? What do you want? It's like, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to put them all in a spinner. <laughs> oh, you can, you do that too? You have a spinner. You can have Google roll a dice or something. Ooh. In different sizes. So what if we did that with liquor, dude? And then we had to drink whatever it landed on. You want to play a game like that? Yeah, let's try that. We could do that. Yeah. Oh, you know what we could play? Uh, I actually have Drinko. Yeah, but I like this spinner game. It's simple. It's like Plinko, but yeah. it's the same thing. We should do that with Los. Plinko? Yeah. It's probably a better multiplayer game, right? Maybe. Or we could play checkers. I have checkers with shot glasses. Oh yeah, I've bought that. I've bought that for, as a gift. I've never, uh, never played. Never played it. I can never find anyone to play with. I know, right? We should play it. We should play it on we here. Should do it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Now that you bring it up, that'll be a good one. It's pretty easy. We're gonna have to drink. <laughs> I like the drinking part. That can be fine. And it's not a full shot. No, you're, you're supposed to do a half shot, and then it's a full shot when you get kinged. Oh, you take a shot when you get kinged. You take a shot every time. Every time you move? Yeah. If you, if you. I thought every time you got jumped. If you got jumped. Then. The, you have to take that shot of whatever. Because you're. I, one got jumped. Conrad but died. those are smaller shot glasses. They're probably about this size actually. Which isn't. This doesn't feel like a full shot glass. No. Me. I don't think so. I think it is. Okay. If it is. Because if you the look rules at. say though that, that, that you're supposed to only fill up half the glass. So you're taking half shots. Every yeah, time you get hit. I noticed And then when you smaller. get a king. The. You're supposed to top it off. And so the if a if you jump if if you kill a king, your king dies, you take a full shot. Oh, you mean if your king dies? I thought you meant when you get king though. No. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, if I make it to the other side, I gotta drink it. No. Yeah. No. But you should have two somehow. If you so if you if you get jumped from a king, you have to take two shots, right? Is that what you're saying? It's a it's equivalent to like one full shot. Yeah. One. So if you're if Oh no 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 no! So the only time you drink in the in the checkers game is if your checkers, your checker piece, whether it be a regular checker or a king checker, 
get eliminated. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant yes. when you get jumped. Now, if your regular checker gets eliminated, that shot glass that represents your checker yeah. is only half filled. So you're only taking equivalent half a shot. Ah, okay. And what? if you're king, when you get a regular checker to the other side of the board and you get kinged, you're filling up the rest of that glass so that it's now a full shot. Oh, that represents king. That's a, and then when that one gets eliminated, you're taking that king, which is a full shot. So you have a different one then because I um I just had the right these small ones that I gave out. It was a glass board made of glass. Mm-hmm. And then it had glass How big was it? glass shots. Um it was smaller. Um, shots. Like how, how big was the board, though? It was just the regular size of a board, and it was all glass. Because my board is probably about like uh, it would encompass this table. Oh, okay, like yeah. It, this wasn't as big. It's a, like a larger size of a of a checkers board. Mm, yeah, no, this was like when like, you buy a fancy chessboard set. That's yeah, size of that's okay. So that one's different. That makes more sense then about your filling up halfway because yours were like with, already. Probably they were really small, small shots. Yeah, there was no other fill. Got it. Yeah, so I was like, Phil, what do you? How would you? Fill? I'm like, how would you do that? So if you wanted, and and the version I'm thinking, you would just take two drinks if you get. I see killed. what you mean now. Yeah, that's what I was like. How are you gonna fill it more? <laughs> <laughs> or put a glass on top. The shot glasses in my game are about this size. Okay. Maybe yeah, you have bigger. a bigger board. Yeah, I think they had to make it smaller because the one I gave out was a smaller board. Yeah, but I, you know, I've never played the game. <laughs> like you said, I've never played. Well, the game. Well, I mean, like we should is what I'm saying. Yeah, and we will. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll do that next time. Let's just that'll, do that then. That'll be fun. I'm down. What are we gonna do right now? What do you want to do right now? Right now, right now. Well, let's take the shot. We already poured the shot, so no matter what we do <laughs> next, we're taking the shot. Cheers. Cheers. That went down smoother than the first time. Maybe my body's adjusting. It, I, I do still feel the Pepto Bismol. I effect. definitely feel like maybe I could taste a little bit more of the individual Spice. flavors. Really? But I want to say the prominent ones are the same as I said last time. Like I taste vanilla right away. I don't taste shit, dude. And I don't know if I taste a lot of the clove, and I taste more of the cinnamon. Ooh, you know what? Maybe that's when I'm getting clove. What the fuck is clove? Dude, I smoke cloves, but I don't know if it's the same clove. Probably not. That was weird, because they would, like, crackle. (laughs) And I don't know why I smoked those. I think, like, somebody had one, and they gave it to me, and I tried it, and then I thought, hey, maybe this will be my thing. Then I moved on to cigarettes for a bit. And I say that like it's not a big deal, but like maybe it should have been. But I never I wasn't addicted. I just had a pack of cigarettes and I would smoke with people occasionally. Yeah, you, you don't have that kind of addictive. I wasn't like, I need a cigarette and I'm going to go get one. It was just like, yeah, I'll smoke. You don't have that thing where you get addicted to cigarettes. Like I think some people have right. that like gene where it just like that nicotine hits them. And Sometimes you have hooked. an addictive personality. That and, too. And, but I would say maybe my addictions are somewhere else. But I mean, all the additives they put in cigarettes, that's what gets you addicted. All that extra shit. True. You know, I think also I was taking a medication at the time for um, 
I think it was for like depression mm. and anxiety. And that also happens to be a medication that they give to people to help them wing off uh, nicotine. Uh, so so that it's was possible yeah. that I did not get addicted because that medicine, you know? Have you ever tried since? I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Like I did. I stopped smoking. But have you tried one though? Have like, I tried a cigarette since? Yeah. You've been off. I have, but not out of like, like smoked a full cigarette. But uh, like, for example, I remember a couple, oh gosh, what was it, 2017? Uh, some friends had come back from Mexico and they brought their pack of cigarettes they bought out there and they had like flavors. Yeah. So you can get like strawberry or watermelon flavored cigarettes and they, they're, you know, like the camel crushes where it's like you crush them and then they have Someone menthol. showed me that and I did it. I did yeah, it they, one they time. Have, in Mexico, they have them where you crush them and they give you flavor. That's, I, that makes it cool. Like, I don't like cigarettes, but if I'm doing stuff now, making popping sounds and shit, now that's it's bringing me in. Yeah, and that's illegal in the U.S. because, like, that that's starting to get into the realm of, well, you're making them more attractive to children who enjoy candy. Exactly. Yeah. They had candy cigarettes, remember? Oh, yeah. And it would puff out. Remember when you? Yes, it was the gum. <laughs> is that not training kids or what? I, I thought back in the day, I was like, "Oh, this is cool. I got my candy cigarettes." Or yeah, or it was always a joke of like, you're watching a TV show with kids in like high school or, or or elementary school or something like that, and then the cool kid is like, seen there with a cigarette in his mouth, but is really just gum. I want to say that's like a like a. St- Dewey Family Guy like Who episode. Oh, it was in in community. They did it as well. I remember it was Troy and Abed, and Troy was in the bathroom with with Britta, another a girl character there. She was going in there to like smoke pot, um, and she had a lighter on her, and he pulled out a tin uh, that he folded open yeah. for cigarettes, and he pulled out one of the cigarettes, and he put it in his mouth, and she went to go light it for him. But before she can get up there, he started chewing on it. She's like, what the? And it was bubblegum because he's just a fucking child. <laughs> he didn't blow, though, huh? No. Uh, that was the best part of the stupid cigarette yeah. gum. <laughs> but I think it was funnier that, like, you know, they're college students in this yeah. in this sh- show. So they're, she goes to, like, light it. And you're, you're just thinking, like, oh, shit, Troy smoking. I didn't know that. And then all of a sudden he just eats it like it was yeah, no big fucking yeah. deal. Like to her, she was like, what? And he was just like kept going on about what he was upset about. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I like that show. I got to watch it. You never watch Community? No. Uh, the first I couple seen... episodes are probably pretty boring because I don't think they really knew what they were doing. Yeah. But once, I like you the actors. Get, once you get through it, like that show, I could not stop watching it. It's just so good. Yeah, like I like Donald Glover and I like um, Joel McHale, like uh, Chevy Chase. Like there's a bunch of actors I like in that show and I always wanted to watch it, but I just never did. It was just one of those. Hey. It was one of those shows that like people liked and they wanted it to be on, but they wouldn't watch it when it was on. And so the network just kept canceling them. They got canceled and renewed like. Three times, I think, where they were, they were just done. And now there's talks about them making a movie after all these years. 
They want to do a workaholics movie. Workaholics, workaholics, workaholics. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, workaholics, man. The three dudes, Anders. Uh, what the hell? What's the other guy's name? I can't think of their names right now. But um, I can't remember their names either. I know the curly-haired guy. Yeah, long hair. Yeah. And um, they were the guys from the Lonely Island, right? No, no, yeah, you're mixing up. Oh no, no, now. no, no! I'm sorry, I'm thinking about um someone else, but no, uh, the other dude's name was Adam, right? Adam Divine. Adam Divine. Yeah. Yes, him and his his posse. Yeah, and then the other, I can't think of the last guy's name. Look at as it. soon as you say it, I'm gonna be like, damn it! That's the cast of Workaholics. I think they all use their name. Blake Anderson. Blake and Anders Home. Anders, yeah. Kyle Newichuk. Yeah, they used their first name, but they changed their last name. Yeah, yeah. So they were all just calling each other their names. Adam, Anders, Blake. Yeah, Interesting. They, were, they had it. They had it. Um, a deal going to make it, and then the studio backed out at the last minute before they started filming. Right before they started filming, I guess. And then, uh, so they're trying to, what I heard last, they're trying to sell it to Netflix or somebody to buy it so they can Ooh, get it done. Because they already have the script. They're, they're already ready to go. What is it streaming? They're not going to tell me. Oh, no. Uh, the Workaholics movie? It's on Paramount Plus, Hulu, and Pluto. When does it come out? Oh, no, 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 no. The TV show. Oh, okay. Seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah, it's catch it on Hulu or Paramount. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, dude. This is supposed to be part two of your um your academic acting career. Oh shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. Where, where did we wasn't leave that off long, last time? It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Do you wanna let me let me pull up the podcast yeah. and check, dude? <laughs> But you can't you can't let them listen to it because then it'll be like copyright strike on ourselves. Really? No. Uh, yeah, I was like, how's that yeah, work, dude? <laughs> Do you know how much material we've, we've like said shit? Yeah, there's no way we could get. What is this thing? I don't know. What are you looking at? Oh, I don't know. Trash. It's fucking trash. I didn't know where this screw came from. It's a nice screw I got here. Just playing with the fucking trash in my office. All right. Yeah, you didn't do part one, but. The push to do things. Yeah. I need to hold myself accountable. Like, I'm not getting. I, I get. What the fuck? That's me? Don't I don't want to listen to that. What do you put that away? Put you that away. You said you knew you sounded like I was the one that was weird out by my voice. It just sounds weird when I'm listening to myself now. It's 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 weirder that I'm hearing myself in the background of of the the this, you know, in the headphones and shit. Like I don't want to listen to it. Oh yeah, flower number five. I remember that. Yes. Killer. <laughs> you know, like, dude, that was a stone cold killer, dude. His teacher gave him lines, and he was like, "Fuck that, I'm doing it." And then he did it, killed it. 
Okay, see, there you go. Now, oh, wow. now are you up to date? You're such a good hype man for third grade Steven. <laughs> Dude, I, was I, talking I can imagine that. like you just like showing up to that to that that show in third grade and coming home, you know, bringing me home. You should have seen him, guys. He was a killer. <laughs> I said Stone Cold Killer, man. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's third funny grade Steven wasn't fucking around, dude. No. What were you thinking back? Do you I remember what you what were I was thinking? thinking back then? Can you can you remember any little thought from back in the days? Like, were you ever like nervous doing something? You remember um, asking to 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 um, have the paper and getting shot down. So that that's a pretty deep. I guess I do remember certain things like yeah. that. You know, I remember. Oh, you know what? Oh, here it is. I totally remember why we started talking about this shit in the first place. <laughs> what? I think we were talking. No. <laughs> no, maybe not. What maybe are I you don't talking know. About I don't it. fucking know. Were we talking about embarrassing moments or something? <laughs> no, no, we were talking about high school. And then I was, and then we're, oh, I was talking right. about being in the football team. And then you were like, yeah, I lettered in theater. And I was like, yeah, what? I have a letters jacket right there. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I haven't put it away yet. <laughs> I didn't know it was that deep. And you're like, yeah, man. And then we just went through a whole we did. rabbit we hole did. of you fixing the school. And yeah, you're like, yeah, nobody knew how to do it. And I figured it out. That's right. I did the audio. Because I was asking you, how did you figure that out? And then. All right. I guess I can go into more detail about those different hats that I've done and my many talents. Oh, yeah. I kept asking you, why did you want to sell? You never got to the bottom of that. Right. Well, we could start there. So one thing I know I I tried to say a couple times on the the part one was that uh, actually, let me let me let me turn this vape on, too. (laughs) You think it was helping you? Is it just gonna get the the, the memories flowing again? They're coming know? back. They're coming. I need to clear my mind. They're coming back. They're flowing in now. Man. Yeah, but um, so when I auditioned for the school plays, uh, on the uh little application to audition, little form you had to fill out. Yeah. Which which grade? Like you know, high school, ninth grade. Oh, this is already high school, ninth. But you were doing stuff in like fifth grade, sixth grade. In junior high school, I was acting. <laughs> so what did you guys? So do you want me to start like from the beginning? Yeah, dude. I want you to continue. We were in third grade. You didn't get out of third grade. What happened in fourth grade? Nothing. Fifth grade. Nothing. S- sixth grade is junior high. Talent show. Sixth grade is still elementary. And you still got the bug. You're like, I can fucking do this. Oh, we have a talent show. I'm gonna kill it. Right. So I wanted to do the talent show. Did you have an idea what you were going to do? Yes, because I had another teacher that had us reading um, radio show plays. And so I remember we were reading a radio show play and she was encouraging some of us to go and do it in the talent show. And I was like, I totally want to do that. Um, we picked, I read a bunch of the radio show plays. I picked one about some kind of magical painter and his magical paintbrush or some bullshit. And I got some students together and we were just going to go up and we were just going to read. Like it wasn't even really acting. It was vocally. Read what? Read the script. Of a play? Did you know which play you're going to do? It was a radio show play. Oh, the radio show play. Yeah. And so we went on to there and to do that. And I remember getting frustrated with some of the other kids because they weren't taking it 
as seriously as I was. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were like, no, this is my stage time. Don't fuck this yeah. up. I remember like almost fighting a kid because. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sock you in the face. Like we got look- into it and, and he was like just not being res- responsive to, to anything I was saying. And so we, we almost like fought back there waiting to go on for the talent show in this elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, you you were just like, why aren't you into this? Like, and then he was no, like, it was like direction and stage direction shit. And I was trying to talk and I, I just get getting frustrated with him. And yeah. I, I just got angry and frustrated. Did you shove him? Um, You're like, I don't want to fuck you up. Right I, now. I think I got into his face and was yelling. <laughs> and then he like shoved me and then we were shoving each other. <laughs> oh, dang. But you know, that's not uncommon in the acting world, right? People do get their flares temp, you know, up. You know, like uh, they got those uh, videos of like Christian Bale yelling at a right. sound guy and shit. You know, Bruce like, Willis apparently is always like that. Yeah, yeah. There's been stories about guys that just flip out on set. Tom Cruise had that famous one that was definitely not staged, but kind of looked like it was staged, where he just went on a whole rant about coronavirus. Remember? He's like, "Wear your mask. Do you get it?" He's like, we're going to get shut down because you don't know how to follow instructions. Just do it. You guys need to follow what the what the protocol is. And he was just like, dude, it was intense just listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but he's an intense guy. So. So that was sixth grade. <clears throat> so wait, wait. No, <laughs> you didn't do the talent show. We did do the talent show. That was it. No, we just I read from it. Oh, but that's it. So you almost got in a, a, a fight, and then you guys just like, all right, let's just go read. Yeah. And how'd we you didn't win the talent show or anything. Nah. But that was the whole point. Is all we were supposed to do was go up there and go read. Yeah. But you guys weren't trying to win? I mean, like, I hoped, but I knew we weren't going to win. Like, someone yeah. brought a fucking drum set. Like, you yeah. can't tell me the elementary school kids are going to be more excited about that than yeah. us reading a fucking... Yeah, you guys needed to do Radio some kind show? of act out where you guys were like, you know. And see, I never, I never done that kind of stuff before, so I didn't know. Yeah, you, you didn't. I, know. I didn't have like, I mean, yeah, I did the the thing in third grade, but I can't remember from third grade to sixth grade. That's such a big age difference. Yeah, and it'd been a while. You've been out of the game for a while. <laughs> you weren't acting regularly, right? And so then we move on to seventh grade. And it's a junior high school, and they have an actual like theater club and little theater. So you knew right away you're gonna join class as an elective and shit. Yeah. Like you could do that because they treated your junior high school like high school. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, yeah, I want to take that, but I got put into art. What? So you didn't even get to do it? I didn't get to do it. What? But I auditioned for the after school stuff when it came oh, came time okay. to do it. So I auditioned for the after school things. I remember we did like a musical and it was called Pompadours and Poodle Skirts. And so it was like set in the 50s and yeah. we had like greaser type, you know, gang of of guys. I was one of them. And I was uh, I played a kind of like comic relief bad guy. You know, I think his name was Plotsky. Like that was his last name. So they just called him Plotsky. Huh. And we had like little fake pleather jackets that one of the moms like had made. That's awesome. And I had I had red hair in junior high. You had red hair? Your yes. hair's not even close to red. I know. 
What the hell happened? I dyed it. I dyed it red. Oh, you dyed like it red. scarlet red with oh, liberty spikes thought, and shit? Well, I thought you you meant I used to have red hair. Now I don't. No, seventh grade, <laughs> that's what I did. I, I like dyed it red. The and whole thing or just? The whole fucking head. Whoa. Yes, and I had liberty spikes. It was scarlet red and liberty spikes. Oh, uh, you mean just like a, like a mohawk spikes? No, liberty spikes all around the whole fucking head, man. Oh, like. Yes. Yes. Points all around like points a, everywhere. Like a, like a pinhead. All around. Yes. <laughs> that was the fucking style. What? Dude, that's Dude, you, you guys you had a, that? Were you into punk? Like <laughs> Yeah, I felt like I was. Yeah, that's a that's a punk haircut, dude. Yeah, it was like that, except shorter. Look. It was shorter than yeah, that. Yeah, if you Google Liberty Spikes all the way around, it was like that, but shorter. Ah, dude, you went for it, man. Yeah, well, because I used to spike my hair all around Whoa, too. Like, that dude. was a thing you did. I didn't do that. You didn't, you didn't do that? That was <laughs> no. like a style. Spiked hair all around your head. How many people were doing this? Every kid did that. Every kid no, did that. But I'm saying at your school. A definitely a decent amount. So you just blended in. You do, it wasn't even that big of a deal because yeah, it was like, a bunch. Like I just like to spike my hair all the way around and I did for, for the longest How time. How long did this process take every morning? Because you had to do it every day, right? Oh, dude, we had so much fucking like the 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 different types of gels and like <laughs> pasted shit and pomade that we would put in our hairs as a kid as mixtures. just to try to like get our hair to be like because it wasn't about like, oh, yeah, you just spiked it up and it's hair that's up like yeah. like this guy's got like his spike his hair spiked up. It was like gelled spiked. OK, you see this person like it was that like that. Uh, but okay. instead of it being so hair like, yeah, it was enough gel that you tried to touch that and it was hard as a oh, fucking rock. So you guys made you it wanted hard your too. hair to be hard as a rock. Oh. Yeah, so I would comb it through and I'd do it with my hands and then it would harden like that. And then you would make spikes. Or... So then what you would do is like I would put all the gel in and I would start pulling hairs and clumps. Yeah, and that's how I would start to get the spikes all around like. Like yeah, this that's guy. whole fucking process, dude. You Except things are red. And then they even, there was a company that made the, um, the. This, is that the dude from Blink-182? I don't know. Probably. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know. But, but that's the kind of music I listen to. Yeah. 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 Like, so that's the kind of like hairstyle that I wanted. And then I would put my head red like that because uh, the guy from Lincoln Park. Oh, okay. Chester. No, it was a Mike Shinoda. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let me see. Like early Lincoln Park, they had a hairstyle like that. Yeah. You see, Mike Shinoda had had red hair, and so I wanted red hair like that. Um. And Chester, he had gel in his head all the uh, way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Chester kind of had similar, right? Would that be like a different style? Yeah. His is a little wavy and stuff, you yeah. know? Like, it's just like, I just threw See, my, this to my head. That, that picture you found earlier doesn't look like him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, dude. so that's his style, man. A lot, of, a lot of kids did it like that. So that was my style. I had the hair. It was red. And I remember, like, oh, I'm going to be in the show, so I need black hair. And I had like brown hair as a kid, right? And I don't know why. 
my mom went to the 99 cent store because that's where she loves to shop and she bought some hair dye and it was like natural organic fucking hair dye and shit yeah and i remember when she put that paste together it looked green and she put it in my hair and it was green oh shit and i was like this is like a weird muddy looking green yeah um and when she washed it all out though my hair was now red i mean it was it was not red it was black so i dyed my hair black so that i can have pompadour black hair pompadour like from the 50s and shit. Dude, you were going for hairstyles man yeah and i made <clears throat> sure like you wanted to, to to dress the right way yeah so I, you know they didn't have costume department in, in junior high school theater yeah you you had to get your own costume and yeah. your parent that meant your parents had to take you to a thrift store or go talk to like a costume designer rent a, a costume from costume shop type of shit oh uh, you know so as they did and i was in the club so the club did like some performances and improv things and i was just there and i was always hanging out with the other theater kids and i just wasn't in the class and i think i was sitting down and the theater teacher told me she was like why aren't you in the theater class and i'm like i couldn't get in they they said it was full and and they put me in art yeah and like i was drawing in fucking art yeah. <laughs> i drew this like portrait of raditz from oh, dragon ball z like i, I, loved I was art. so proud of <clears throat> Yeah, art was cool. Yeah. Um, and I was good at the art, too. Uh, but I digress. The point is, is that she told me, she was like, tell your dad you want to be in, in drama club or in the, the drama class. Have, the, have him call school and everything. Yes. Yeah. And they will put you in it. And I was like, yeah. So I did. I went and told my mom and she was like, all right, we'll see. And then sure enough, the they, they were like. Okay, well, we can't change him. He's like, my son needs to go to that class now. And so, <laughs> yeah, they sent me in that class. Nice. And so I was in the club. Um, so that's those, where I joined. Those are like the little moments that your parents do. Yep. That was know. the first time I was introduced to the Thespian Society because they had it for high school, which is primarily what they do. Yeah. But they have a junior Thespian Society as well. And so that's the one I went to. Uh, I started as a junior thespian, which gave me So this me is points. seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So you already knew what you were going for. Yeah. You're like, oh. They, they offered it in the club. I did it. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that. I want to do that. Does anybody want to volunteer to do thespian club or something? You're like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was, like I started doing it. So I was acting. We were all acting. There was no stagehands really for, for junior high school theater. Yeah. It was a little bit, but it wasn't like, you know, everyone helped out. Yeah. And there's no props costume, like the lighting, the sound was always done by one student because or the teacher or the teacher's daughter would come and help. And did you guys have like a piano player, somebody on the pianos? Yeah, you had someone like the music teacher would come and, and they, they would help us do it and they, they would teach us sing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so that's what we did. We, we, we did all that and it was great. And I remember once, too, uh, they were playing Rock and Robin and they were at the beginning of the sh of that particular show, they wanted to like get you in the fifties. So they had a little, little dance numbers with some of the, like the cheerleaders would come out or, or um, something like that. And they had fake inflatable guitars. And I remember I was, they were playing the song and I was off stage just goofing around and I picked up the inflatable guitar and I started going like that with it and, and pretending to play the guitar all crazy with the music yeah. and just dancing to it. Cause I was stupid <laughs> and the teacher saw that and she was like, okay, I want that. So we're going to put that up there. So they said, Steven, and I was like, what? Oh shit. I'm in trouble. Grab that guitar. Come over here. 
Yeah. Like when put you because the choreography for these cheerleaders is missing something. So we'll get you a different jacket so that your character is not like shown here. But you're going to do what you were doing there with these cheerleaders on stage. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a, the first like iteration into, into theater in, in seventh grade. Uh, so we did a lot of things. At Would the, you, so wait, the performance, how did it go? Oh, it went great. Yeah. Yeah. You were up there and you were like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. And I had like a, uh, one of my friend's dads was like really into to theater and, and had like been professionally acting on like, you know, local theater groups and stages and stuff. Yeah. Um, so he had, he had mentioned that he really enjoyed my performance as my little Potsky yeah. comic relief, bad guy character. Um, and we had done a couple of things after that too. I remember we did the, the telltale heart and I felt so bad because one of the students that was supposed to be, or it wasn't telltale heart it was monkey's paw. Um, I don't know these plays. the, you know, the monkey's paw storyline no. where it's like, I found this monkey's paw and it's, it grants you a wish. And it has like three fingers on the paw. I've heard of a version like this. And they make a wish and then the, the paw, the finger goes down. Yeah. And he keeps going until there's like one wish left and they kill, it's like a horror story. They kill themselves. No, it was I'm something even worse, I think. I think like the, the people's like daughter died or something. And the, the daughter was, they wished for it to come back to life. But the, cause the first wish ended up killing the daughter and they felt so bad. And they second wish they wish to the daughter to come back um, after they were saying this monkey's paw is a terrible thing. And sure enough, that wish happens and the daughter comes back, but she's a fucking zombie. Yeah. I was going to say, of course. And the third wish they do uh, to just like fucking kill her. <laughs> the third wish is fucking kill her. <laughs> Why couldn't they just try and kill them? It was use like the resolve of it all after that, you know, like, but just whatever. kill her. Use my last wish to kill her. She was like, no, it wasn't like oh, zombie. It was like ah, zombie, you know, fast. Yeah. Fast, like, ferocious, demonic corpse. Yeah. You got to put that in the wish. Yeah. Well, you got to say that was the point of the monkey's yeah. paw story. It's like, there's pitfalls and you know, you don't always get the monkey's paws cursed. Yeah. It's cursed it, wish. It's, and it's also kind of a metaphor for like life, you know, the things you wish for are not, don't always turn out the way you think they're going to turn out, you know, like, so, you know, it's supposed to be like a humbling thing to, you know, and be careful what you wish for, you know, those kind of like ideas because, um, you know, you think you want this, but, you know, it could change the way your life is. I mean, obviously right. this like the extreme version is like your daughter is fucking oh, a zombie. Zombie demon now. She didn't put that in the fucking claws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time say I want her exactly the way she was when she was alive. Exactly. <laughs> put that into the wish. What was the first wish that. though? At least it was the first wish worth, I don't know. worth it? It's fucking something stupid. Like they they wish for money. Okay. But like, a lot like, of it though, at least. Yeah, they wish for like a uh like an entire bag, a sack full of gold. 
I think it was like a sack full of gold. And sure enough, the sack full of gold uh, came, but it like fell out of the sky and they hit the daughter and killed her or some oh, shit like that. Oh my God. That was directly connected then. <laughs> yes, that was the point. Oh it my was God. directly connected. They like, Jeez. it was evil fucking monkey, cursed monkey paw. It was cursed. It was, cursed. It was like, it'll give you what you want, but you're not going to like no. it. No. Yeah. And I could be paraphrasing a little bit, but that's pretty much what happened. I know that's the main. Yeah. It's not the metaphor that they wanted you to, to, you know, know from this fucking story, but whatever. I digress. The point was it was a class project. And remember, my dad put me into the class now. So were you going to be the monkey paw or what? <laughs> so I was the, the father, which was the main character. But oh, the, you were the main guy? Yes. But All the right. only reason they put me into it and they said I could go up there with the script in hand if I wanted to. But I memorized everything because it was like that week that they were going to perform it. It was a class performance. Oh, you only had a week to prepare? Yes. But the reason they put me in there is because the original person that they were going to cast in it. Yeah. He could not do his lines. He could not he could figure it out. And yeah. uh, they, they did that as like a punishment for him or something. Mm. Um, and I was going to take over for him completely. Yeah. But then he said he could do it. So he was going to do half, half the show. Okay? Yeah. He was going to do, um, the first half of the show. And then I was going to do the second half of the show, but he ended up starting the second half of the show. Yeah. Like it was my turn. I was going to go on. And then he went on instead from Whoa. a different side. Did, did you know he was going to do that? No. Whoa, he just he just decided this is what I'm doing. Yes. What the fuck? I know. Did you go out there and tackle him? I went from him? Plotsky, right? Yeah. To I was going to be the lead in this next show that the school was doing. Yeah. Um, And I had memorized my lines and shit, but no, I did not go out there. And I felt so bad about it, too, because I was so upset. Yeah, dude, um, this guy just backstabbed you. He knew you were going to go out there, and then he just ran out there, right, before you? Yeah. You should have just went out there too and just stood next to him. I should have. Like, you're like, what are we doing here, dude? I don't believe I did. <laughs> oh no, no, like when you're a kid, you just freeze. You're like, uh, but here's uh. what I remember: the controversy that happened afterwards. Yeah. Okay, is that my dad was pissed off. Well, somebody needs to be upset because he was upset that I wasn't that I was supposed to be there. You told and him. I wasn't. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was him. there. Yeah. You're like, dude, I was supposed to go up there. And he's like, what the fuck? I could be missing this. I think. No, I think I told the story right. I don't think I went on at all. That sounds I, but right. I know I rehearsed. Now, yeah, I, I don't think I went on at all. I think what I'm remembering is all the rehearsal that I did. Like there's dress rehearsal and stuff too. Yeah. Because you were supposed to be the one. Yeah, I don't think I got to perform in front of my parents, though, and I think that was the sad part. Um, and that's why it was such a big deal. Yeah, yeah you built it up. Sure, they saw the musical one, but it was it was very small. What did like, the, what did the teacher do or say or any? What happened? Oh, my dad that? chewed her out, and she was just like so apologetic and stuff. Did she tell? I him? don't feel bad about what happened though, because like at the end, and then the kid. This is why. Sure, I was bummed. But I don't think I was ever like mad or upset as my dad was. Yeah. I didn't find it as like a big deal. I was sad in the moment, but I also was like, you know what? I came into this last minute. Yeah. 
And sure, they want to be nice and be like, well, he's part of the class, so he needs to be on stage too. But this kid wanted it as well. And it was his role to begin with. And Wait, why did they take it from him in the first place? I don't remember. I can't remember because it was so far back that I can't remember. There was something that happened that prompted the teacher to, to have you inserted. Exactly. So... And then, but was his his decision, or did she at last minute throw him in? No, it wasn't her decision. It was his. So he he, he did it. She had no idea he was doing right. this. But I feel like at the time too, I felt like you know what, if he was able to do it, and he did figure out his lines or whatever the the issue was or whatnot. I mean, it was his role. Can you imagine like being that young and been like someone came and took my role? that'd be upsetting like i wouldn't want to do that i see both sides of it obviously it sucks but you also can't just be fucking roguing it and like deciding hey i know i'm not supposed to be out there but i'm just fucking doing it like yeah what, what's but if the- anything i was just the understudy so i justified it yeah to myself at least yeah well but your dad did the right thing he stood up for you that's what you needed you don't have to be so upset about it like you can accept it but he did he did his right duty. yes that was his. That was his. Uh, his. Um, that was uh, his right to stick up for you. That way, you don't have to do it. You know. You know. It's like when uh, people have like aggressive, like fucking agents or aggressive, like bodyguards and shit. It's because they don't want to be aggressive. They just want the bodyguard to fucking pick somebody up and move them. You know. So, because then you could just chill. You're like, all right, he's gonna take care of it. You know. Like people do that shit, but. Yeah. So as think that we might have done like one other thing or maybe it was just like an improv something or I can't remember any other show that specific year um, for seventh grade. Maybe there was a Titanic show, but I don't know if that was seventh or eighth. Regardless, when seventh grade was over, the teacher had encouraged us to check out this theater camp called Camp Bravo. Like a summer camp? Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. My only summer camp experience I had before this was like a YMCA summer camp as a kid. And how I many, did not have a good time. How many days was that? Uh, It was a week. Oh, a whole week. Yeah. All right. Not bad. And Camp Bravo was a week as well. Yeah. And uh, we... I went to Camp Bravo. My parents actually got the money to do it. Like, money was always tight for us. And yeah. this was like in the early uh, 2000s yeah. time frame. Um, definitely the first half of that decade. So I think Camp Bravo was like six or seven hundred dollars for the week. That was a lot too. Yeah. Back then. Definitely. Way more expensive than the YMCA camp. <laughs> but my Just parents knew I really now, wanted to go. Dude. What do you think it is now? Like I don't think 15,000. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I looked it up once and it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, they stopped doing it. You know what? They had, I think they closed down a lot of camps because of like, I think they're like the pandemic and stuff too. Is- yeah. That sucks too, man. Yeah. When that shit happens. But I went to Camp Bravo and I enjoyed Camp Bravo for, for what it was. Um, it was such a good experience in my life. One of the cool things about Camp Bravo is that the, they, it was pretty much like you would go to different sections of the camp every day, like a schedule, you know, normal camp, you have activities. Well, camp Bravo, you went and saw the improv teacher and learned improv and you saw the camp. 
Yes. Yeah. You had, uh, we had a, um, stage combat instructor and he would do like Tai Chi in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Front rolls, stepping. And so he did like movement and whatnot. And there's smoke in the hallway. The alarm may sound. Oh, shit. That's us. No. How did we get... How did we have that happen again? I don't know. Can you stop it? Oh, of course I can stop it. Okay. I'm going to go stop it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're having a smoke alarm effect. Oh, man. Google's freaking out. Yeah. I just got to waft it. That's funny. I don't think we smoked that much. We must have puffed it up. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to have the hot boxes reloaded. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, shit. Yeah. What were we talking about? So, oh, camp. Uh, camp, camp Bravo. Camp Boot Camp. Yeah. So camp I went to, to Camp Bravo Theater Camp. And uh, the you guy was going the movement through tires. Instructor. You guys were yeah. running through tires. And, well, <laughs> not tires. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, a, that was a great time. I met a lot of friends I kept in touch with over like AOL and MSN Messenger and shit like that back in the day. <laughs> but um, so uh, the instructor who did the theater who did the stage combat guy. I remember one of his, like on his resume, that uh, he uh, was the core, like the, the, the fighting choreographer for the Ninja Turtle movies in the nineties. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that always stuck with me. But other than that, other people were cool. We'd like, there were, there were people who worked in the business and shit. Um, and so that was really nice. And I met a lot of friends and everybody there like was my type of people and that was my next like big immersion i came back from camp bravo eighth grade uh that was when we started going to theater competitions huh so in eighth grade was the first year that they were taking the the them to theater competitions one of the first things we did was uh shakespeare so wait hold on because i didn't even know this was a thing theater competitions school versus school yes is it actor versus actor like on stage no okay so what you do is you prepare a scene or a monologue so in this example um well this is what happened we went to a shakespeare uh theater competition for middle schoolers yeah and um we traveled to a different school and uh that, that was hosting it and a bunch of other schools showed up and we set up a, a scene from Romeo and Juliet. And we did the, um, I think it was like the death scene. No, we didn't just do one scene. We took a bunch of Romeo and Juliet scenes and we combined them into, into one mini Romeo and Juliet story. Okay. And I remember that it was like four of us. It was me as Romeo. And then we had Juliet. And um, then we had other students that were like doing the 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 balcony, you know, and stuff like that. Like they would they would be the scenery or the props or other random oh, people. You just use uh, students as props. Yeah. So we all dressed in black. So we we're all in black. Okay. Uh, so we didn't dress in, in anything other than that um, because we were trying to showcase our acting, not our costumes and shit. And you, you're not supposed to really dress too much like you can bring small amounts of costume or prop 
but you're not supposed to go too hard. Yeah. The focus is not how good it looks. You want to, it's the product. Yes. And so they would then, the judges would judge our acting abilities and judge how we did the scene. If it was good enough, did we meet these key points? Like, was it too long? Did we break any of the rules? Um, That kind of stuff. Yeah. And then at the end of it, they would pick the winner who had the best scene and those, those like top three winners or the, the winner in every category would perform their scene. How many in kids? front of the entire uh, thing? How many kids? At this camp, well, like, there was. It's not a camp, but it's it's like just competition. It's like a oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm sorry, I a don't theater know I festival camp. for theater kids. Um, and let's see, how many groups? There was a lot. Twelve groups. There's a. I actually have a picture of Fif- us from there too. Fifteen groups. Um. How many schools were there? There had to probably like ten, because once you get over a certain number, it gets out of control. Yeah, but not all every school participates in every category. Oh, okay, so you could have so there was more than ten for sure. It was like huge Southern California statewide, pretty much. Um, At least for the Los Angeles area, so maybe like twenty schools. I would say probably close to that range. Yeah, that sounds. That's a good number. That's going to be a lot of kids in one area. Yeah, your guys are groups of what four groups of four or five. We had a bunch of kids doing different scenes, too. Oh, so yeah, each school has a bunch of kids on doing different categories, different scenes. Yeah, so you're not going to be in all of the competitions, exactly. Yeah, so now you're getting up into like the like 50 students or something like that, or 20, 25 students, maybe 30 students. I don't know, depends how big the school is. Oh, I could tell you exactly how many students we took. We took one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven students. Okay, ten. This is this is a portrait we took. Probably ten to fifteen. That is probably a good number. Shakespeare Festival two thousand five at Sun Valley Middle School. This is us, Townsend Junior High School. Oh, where are you at? Let me see. I'm uh, all the way in the far right. I think my long black hair. Oh yeah. This is eighth grade, so I started growing out my hair. Dude, you went, you went through a lot of hair changes, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I used to just spike it all the way around, and then I got the the Liberty Spikes, and that was a big thing for me. And then I started doing long hair, and I just started growing hair out. By the time I was in junior high school, man, my hair was, like, fucking nice. Nice yeah, and long. long hair. <laughs> Would yeah, you yeah. tie it up and everything? I'm mm-hmm. Like... Eventually I did. But I mean, you could see like all my friends had long hair. It was kind of like the style to just have unkept hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we did the Shakespeare Festival. Uh, The first that was the first festival I went to. Uh, We also did a couple of different musicals. There was. So this whole time you're in school, are you are you making sets? Are you are you doing the? There was minimal sets. Like there was a lot so of suggestive settings. Then are you? Are you no, just... I'm just acting. Okay. And everybody's helping out with something, you know. So it didn't. But ha- it's not like that was my role. My it's... role was the actor. So it didn't happen until like freshman year when you actually had to pick something to do. Mm-hmm. And that's when you picked sewing. Well, I mean, you wanted the whole thing. No, that's not how I picked sewing. That's that's a story. We're not there yet, man. Oh, I don't know where we're at. Are we I'm trying to asking... do a part three? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, we're still in junior high. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought you well, were in eighth grade. And then grade. junior high, eighth grade, we also did a bunch of like Shakespeare stuff. 
So we we had a Shakespeare show every year. There was a musical every year. And I think there was another regular show, like just a, a normal drama or a comedy or something. Like one year we did the Titanic. Yeah. Um, and then what I started to notice is that I was starting to get a lot of the lead stuff going in. Like yeah. uh, I was the love interest in The Tempest, which was a pretty big role for me. This all in eighth grade. In eighth grade. Wow. Mm-hmm. Eighth grade was a good year for me. <laughs> That's when I started taking off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had. Were the were the plays getting bigger now? Were they, they like felt more, like it more in depth? Yeah. You I had remember longer monologues. Noticing that I started always playing villains a lot. You just started like being the bad guy. I was they, well, not like I was just turning bad, but I kept being <laughs> casted as you went the dark. bad guy. You went dark, man. And you remember uh, I told you that that friend's daddy had come up to me and told me that that my performance was good in the, in seventh grade. Well, the he, air guitar. <laughs> yeah. Well, not just the air guitar, but the the rest of that show, like my real role. <laughs> but the air guitar was up there. <laughs> but uh. Um, he had come to me and I, and he had said like how well I did and he always enjoyed seeing me on stage. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it would just be nice if, you know, I wasn't always playing a bad guy. And then he was like, why, what's wrong with that? And I was like, nothing. I just feel like, you know, I'm not a bad guy. It's like, no, but you play it well. Yeah. And that's, that's good. Yeah. Like I hate seeing you on stage. I hated you. I hated yeah. you. Yeah. And I was like, what? Cause you made me yeah. want to hate you. You, you, well, the words he used was, we love to hate the villains. Yes. And if you can make me want to hate you, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You're doing your job. That's your job. Yes. To, to, and that, that always stuck with me. So I, yeah. I, I think like early on being typecasted as something didn't affect me as much. Cause I kept thinking like, yeah, but I'm doing my job and I'm doing it well and I'm doing whatever is coming at me with 100% of me. Yeah, because I had this conversation with someone, too. I forgot where um, they're like, uh, I don't like that actor. And I was like, why? I don't like who, this, who he is in that one movie when he does that. And I was like, then he did his job. He got you to not like him. So he did exactly what he was supposed to do in the movie. Because also when there's, I mean, you can't have a a good hero unless you have a really bad villain. That, That's right. Yeah. Because then there's no, if he if he's just good and he just beats the villain, it's like, oh, that was easy for him. It wasn't like a challenge, you know? Like when the villain is good, the hero is better, you know? Like he has to overcome. So if you don't have a good villain, then your story sucks. True. Yeah. But I think it was also like the believability of it you know like i made him believe in the character like it wasn't just oh, this kid's on stage and he's trying to be a bad guy or something it's like i did it well enough to 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 really make you like see the character and not the actor yeah that's that's was the goal yeah, i think that's can, what always stuck when you can too. forget it's just some kids up there and right. you're like oh yeah look at what he's gonna do next you know and you start getting into the story you get interested in seeing this yeah you know but uh so that was eighth grade. That's when I started doing the first monologue that, that literally just stuck with me. Like I've loved this monologue ever since. Um, Cause I went to another theater competition. Yeah. And I killed it with this one. The first one, our scene, we won an honorable mention. Um, so that was cool. So we actually got a plaque. Oh, uh-huh. 
So on these uh, state competitions, you guys didn't win anything at any of them. When yeah. You won? So the the Shakespeare one, that's what we won, and oh. that was the oh, only. Oh, you didn't finish that. That was the only award that was won for the the school at the time. So you guys got first place, like the best. No, one? we got honorable mention. Oh, just honorable mention. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get first place at all. Oh, dude, I was trying to give you the props, man. I know. Why don't you change? No, why don't you change, change the story? story? That's not the story, man. <laughs> In the That's future, the when you tell the story, you tell everyone that, yeah, man, and you know, I went up there, sounds great, and we fucking killed it, man. I brought home the first place for our school. I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that, man. No. But, it, but I, that's that's what would be in a movie. That was know? seventh grade. Eighth grade, I, uh, I did another theater competition. That's when I did the Telltale Heart as a monologue at Allan Poe. Okay. And... Um, that Never, one the Nevermore. was so good. I love that monologue. No, it was like, uh, um, that's the Raven, right? Yeah. It's the one where he like kills the guy and he buries his heart in the floorboards and then the police show up and he's like entertaining them and whatnot. But he, he starts like hearing the heart beating in the floorboards and it's driving him mad in front of the police officers and he can't take it anymore. So then he starts ripping up the floorboards and says, just arrest me. Just arrest me. This is the, what you're looking for, right? This is the guy I murdered. And they're like, what? We came in for like just to chat with you we're just having a good time because <laughs> of the storm but okay let's arrest it's this like man his, his guilt couldn't take it exactly yeah did, did you see that christian bale movie where he's edgar Allan poe no i don't think so yeah it's on uh netflix when that i started i started watching Is it, it recent yeah 2022 oh i gotta check it out then i think that was on my list yeah, I started watching it and I was like getting into it, but then I was late and I fell asleep. Right. But um, yeah, it shows New York in the 1800s and stuff, New York City, and it's like they're on horses and shit. And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, yeah, it's, it looked pretty cool. And then I was kind of getting into it. Obviously, it starts slow. You know, you can imagine this type of movie is going to start really slow. So I think that's what was getting me. But it was interesting. They were examining a body because uh, someone had died. And then Christian Bell's looking at the body with the doctor and he's asking questions, you know, and it's all the lingo, mm-hmm. you know, like that accent and everything they had back then. So you're like, oh, I like, how, you know, it's interesting. You get lost in it. Yeah, I liked it. But yeah, like I said, it was late. I fell asleep. I got to watch it. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't win anything in that one. No, he said not even on my mention on that one. No. And I, and I feel like I know why, like one of the things I got docked in points, cause, um, I got too cocky with my monologue. Like everyone loved it and I kept getting praise on it. And there was little things people really wanted me to try to fix on it. And, uh, I remember that I, I started to get too cocky with it cause this was a way bigger festival. Yeah. Okay. Way bigger than Shakespeare. So they call these things festivals? Yes. Okay. Um, and so that makes me think of like medieval times. Like there's like people like <laughs> <laughs> there's like jousters, like it, it, that's around. pretty much what it was. There's yeah. there were games at the festivals, okay. and one of them were okay. theater competitions. Oh, okay. They did make it Acting like competitions. They did, yeah. They did you would make go it into like the imagined. classrooms and you would you would only be in front of the judges and other people you were competing against. That was your audience. Okay. Did they make the stages look like medieval-ish kind of? Or? 
No. No, just stages. No, it was just stages. Oh, come on. Yeah. You're ruining my dream. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even stages. You were just in front of a classroom. Uh, I felt like they, they could build a little platform or something. You'd think, but yeah. no. But uh, but the I remember I was in the finals with mine. And in the finals, there was only like, because, you know, you're in brackets pretty much. Like, yeah. you go to round one, round two, and then finals. Yeah. And so I made it through round one. I go to round two. And so you have different judges who are only seeing round two students. And so now you're, you're, cause everyone was like, they're trying to do a monologue. So you've yeah. got hundreds of students doing monologues, hundreds. Jeez. And then you, you're filtering them out cause everyone's got a time slot of where they're going. Yeah. And now you're at round two students. Some of these festivals, like in, in the high school ones, they last two days two or three days like you go for because if if you get far enough then you got to come back the next day and compete Jeez. um so we were i was in the finals and they had been telling you little things mm -hmm. that they and the same in the shakespeare one like that's how i felt really good about the festivals because i know even though i wasn't the best out there or my work wasn't the best out there it was cool enough that uh i i was able to like see other people's things and see what was the best and feel actually justified in what I was doing that not only was I making it through the first round, but we made it to the second round. We made it to finals. Yeah. You know? So the second round's finals. No, the third round's finals. Third round's finals. Yeah. Okay. So you guys made it to third round. Mm -hmm. nice. So I made it to third round in my monologue. We, we made it to the third round in the so Shakespeare yeah. one. We, that's how we got the honorable mention. After each round, are they giving you notes? So after round one, do they say we like this or you got to do more of this no. or what about round two? No, they no. don't give you your notes. Oh, so they don't give you any notes. No. The judges. At the end of it, our teacher knew some of the judges or, or you can go, the teacher could go find their students uh, judging cards yeah. afterwards. And so she did give us them. That's helpful. At the end. Yeah. And this way we were able to like talk about what we did and learn and figure it out get our craft better yeah and and the thing is is i know i got too cocky and so i tried to like draw out like the most biggest climax parts of my monologue yeah. to like rework it and whatnot and i shouldn't have done that because i should just i should just did what worked <laughs> and perfected better yes yeah but yeah. instead i was i was doing You're something too big too big yeah right and it's not like this was designed as a monologue anyway. It's a, it's from a story. Like, so you're turning the book into a monologue without actually rewriting it. Yeah. Just, some parts are just going to be bland. Right. Yeah. And so Cause they're supposed to be, I went over time and you, I got deducted points for going over time. Mm. And I know that. And then they said like, it was too long. It felt drawn out. Um, you're like, I don't want to hear those kind of things. I want you guys to be engaged. Right. Yeah. So, you know, definitely something I learned. But trying yeah, to figure it's, out. It's learning lessons. <clears throat> yeah. You now you know. You're like, yeah, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But yeah, yeah, that's all stuff you just pick up over time. So in that one, didn't win. But I had a fucking good time, went far. And you got to see little. other people performing, like you said. Oh, yeah. So you're like, oh, I can do that, or I can do that. You, you're picking out little tools that you see. 
you're like, yeah, I see what they did right there. That that was actually pretty nice. You know, like you can actually like improve yourself just based on seeing other performances. Exactly. Yeah. So then after eighth grade, we just went to do another year at Camp Bravo. Last time I ever went there. So you went a second time? Mm-hmm. Round two. Round two. Was Camp it more Bravo. fun the second time? Because you already knew yes. like the ins and outs. I think so. I think yeah. it was like it was it was because way more I, exciting. I I did camp and then uh you know I remember going and then it's usually by the end, that's when you feel the most comfortable by the end. Because in the beginning you're like, okay, where, where, where exactly. are we staying? Where are the bathrooms? Oh, this is where the lunchroom is. Like you're just trying to find places in the beginning. So by the second time, you're like, oh, I already know where everything is. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, it takes a little bit of stress out of the equation. And then uh, and then you know what what is fun when you go. So you're going to do more of that. Right. Right. Yeah. Or you, you just feel more comfortable. And that plus, yeah. the second time I went, I now I knew people. Oh, so you knew some of the counselors and stuff. Well, not just the counselors, but like, yeah, you knew some of the counselors that were once... Uh, you know, went to Camp Bravo. Oh, because as soon as they move up, they become counselors or what? They could. And you, okay. You know, you didn't do that. I didn't do that, but because I only went the two years, because that's all. After that, my mom said I can't afford that anymore. <laughs> She's like, no more. Yeah. But uh, so, and I spent my summers doing other stuff in in high school. Yeah, yeah. You get so uh, so did the year Camp Bravo there again. And that was great. And I had a good time and it was fun. Um, uh, high school, coming into high school, I took the year one theater class and I took a computer class as my elective. And so as a freshman, I remember auditioning for the school play with my friend from, you know, theater yeah. in, uh, in junior high. And I remember that I'd gotten a role. It was a shitty ass play. It was terrible. Um, it was called like two on an Island. And I don't know why high schoolers were performing this play. It was like a four hour long play. It was dull. It was about these two people living in uh, New York and like always missed encounters. Okay. They always like missed each other. And eventually they find each other at the end and they like get together or something. Then maybe they break up. I can't remember. It was it was stupid. And I played some bohemian artist with like a limp. Huh. And it's so stupid. Um, a bohemian artist. A bohemian artist with a limp. That's and, a lot and going he was on supposed there. to like seduce and and be like a, a wait, what was your accent? I didn't have an accent. <laughs> oh, what you're bohemian with no accent? I was a bohemian artist with a limp. So I remember yeah, I had I'm a goatee. <laughs> uh, they had they had taken wool. And they use like some glue and they put it on my face <laughs> and I had this like goatee and oh, the main okay, okay. actress girl, I had to kiss her. Right. Yeah. And so like, it was a forceful kiss. Wait, I was short. She was way taller than me too. So wait, is this your first on stage <laughs> in <kiss>? high school? <laughs> Freshman year? Yeah. Dang, you were in, you were going in it. So yeah. wait, you already knew, did you already know some of the people, the teachers and stuff from no. camps or anything? Oh, so no. you never met any never. of the high school? Mm-hmm. They did a summer camp at the high school. I did not know that because I went to Camp Bravo. 
So I didn't go to the summer camps. That might have been the move is to go to that camp. And then you get in. Because some of my friends went to the camp, the the summer theater camp at the school. And I didn't do it. And so they already knew some of the the kids because it's like, oh, you were in theater camp. We we just hung out in the summer. I remember you. This is, dude, what you're explaining right now, I want to, because you don't know this. This is exactly how sports works, too. Yes. Yeah. Like baseball. You're going to camps, you're playing in leagues, you know coaches, you go to their camps for schools. Like the 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 uh, higher coaches in baseball know the minor league guys or the and ones see, in my leagues. friend yeah, from junior same high. Thing, same he kind was of stuff. he was like my rival throughout all of our my years of, of high school and junior high. You had a rival? Pretty much. <laughs> he was he was one of my best friends and he was oh, okay, he was like okay. a rival though. But you guys like, competed. Like we always kind of knew we were competing against like who was going to be the best in our class. Wait, so this is an unspoken competition? It was like an unspoken <laughs> rivalry. Dude, so weird, dude. He, I went to the Camp Bravo, right? He went to the summer camp there. He schnoozed up to the, to the yes, kids yes. that were already in school, yes. the high schoolers, and to he the, did the it theater right. teacher. Yes, he did. And so in our school, you had theater one, theater two, and production and performance. Production and performance was... An audition only class. You okay. had to audition to be in it, Jeez. and you had to have had, uh, like already participated in after school productions and taken theater one or or been in theater already. Oh, like man, you're behind you, you couldn't the just ball. walk up and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna fucking audition for this shit." And you know what? That guy did, and he was in production performance freshman year. Oh, because he just he just did it. He auditioned for it. Well, then you can. You just have to have the balls to do it. <laughs> I know. So he he went to do it, and uh, as he went to to into that, he also took theater one. Yeah. So he was taking theater one and production performance. He's killing the game early, man. I know. And he had uh, a so head start on you. We went to audition, and they had already knew him, and and. We're already thinking about like a role for him to play and whatnot. Yeah. And then I came into audition and I thought I did pretty good uh, as far as my audition. Like they were happy about it. They're like, who are you? And like they, they yeah. didn't expect that yeah. I already knew so much. You blindsided them. Man. Yes. They're like, who's They were reading my dude? resume, you know, I put their oh. Camp Bravo stuff. And they're like, you're from the junior high as well. Yeah. Okay. And they were, had already seen like a couple of students so that come through So you raised your level right there, dude. Yes. They're like, oh, he's from the same school. They know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I had a couple of roles in that first show. Uh, and one of them was was that speaking role. And it was a pretty bigger speaking role. I had to do some things like I do walk around with this martini glass. And yeah. and uh, I was this creeper who was trying to seduce this girl who was from out of town, moved to New York, trying to make a life. And it's there. It's like the 1960s or something. OK. Or the 50s, somewhere around there. Wait, well, that's a huge difference. Is it 50 or 60? <laughs> I don't know. It was one of those. Because that's a whole other. I think, I think it was throughout both or something. I guess, I mean, I guess we all picture, but I'm sure there was people in Like, because we followed them in different time points of them living in New York, like years would go by and shit. Okay, like okay, okay. But like, I was supposed to be seducing this girl who was supposed to be modeling for like pictures I was supposed to be taking or some shit. And uh, there was one point where I got real close to her and, and was like trying to seduce her and then like, just like tried to steal a kiss from her and, and like kissed her. Whoa. Like I just aggressively stole that kiss. Jeez. And I remember every night she was so like, Ugh, because she always had to pull 
the wool off of her face. Ah, oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And everybody hated my character too, so I knew I was doing good. Did um? Did, <laughs> so wait, but so you're doing this kiss with this girl. Uh-huh. You guys had a practice before, right? Right. So in the classroom, you guys are just like, huh, 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 and then no, you're saying the way your lines? that the teacher did it was, um, she took us together and she was she did this weird thing of like, just stand in front of your partner. Yeah. Say your look, lines. Look at you in the eyes. No, not even say the lines. Oh, okay. It was just about like getting comfortable with oh, the kiss. Okay, okay. This is just making each other comfortable. Yeah, so with... that when we did the kiss during rehearsals or on stage or whatnot, that it wouldn't feel like it had any real emotion or anything to it. More yeah. so than like it's normal to kiss. Like we get the the weird feelings out of it. Yeah. You know, instead of like working your way up to like, oh my god, it's the kissing scene. This is the first time we're gonna rehearse and kiss. They don't want you worrying about that part of it. Get it out of your head. So it's like she told us, stare at her partner's eyes. How long? It was a long time. You guys just stood there. Yeah. Anybody who had a kissing scene on that show had to do this. Uh, This is an interesting exercise. Mm -hmm. And so we had to to stare at our partner's eyes and reach out and hold your partner's hand. Yeah. And then at one point it was, you know, continue look at his eyes and then. Give your partner a big hug. Yeah. So you guys stare for a moment and then. And then go ahead and go back to staring, holding hands. Okay. And when you and your partner are ready, you both nod and you'll just kiss each other. And it'll mean nothing. Oh, okay. And so we both nodded and we went and kissed each other. Yeah. And it was fine. So just yeah, she she just uh, took the other elements out and just wanted you guys to focus on the physical movements. Right. That's pretty smart. I like how that um, just holding hands. There's something about like being comfortable with somebody else's like energies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's pretty smart too. This is all must have been acting techniques, right? That she right. knew. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, and uh, so. That was the first show. That was a freshman. But hold on, hold on. Even though she said all that stuff, even though she was like, it's just a kiss, you're done. Were you like, whoa, I just kissed a girl? Like in the back of your head? I don't think so. No? No, because I've kissed a girl a little before. Bit. Okay, but I'm just saying, every time you get to do it, yeah. it is pretty cool. And on stage, we did it in junior high, but we didn't do it. We cheated. So instead of like kissing directly on the lips, yeah. we would like hold each other's mouth. Ah. So it was like Romeo in the kissing scene, right? Go. I would, so she you, would be on the floor and she would cover my mouth and kiss me. Oh, but one you hand? cheat it. Yeah, one okay. hand cheated to the audience. So it doesn't look like she's kissing. Okay. Or it looks like she's, she's kissing, but you don't see the hand. Oh, okay. So, you know. This way you didn't have to kiss. Yeah, it's kind of weird to make kids be doing that. So it's probably better that way. And then you you, so you guys were already practicing, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, because I kind of already were had the mentality that stage kisses are going to happen. Yeah. That's like a thing. Yeah. If I want to do this, like just get over it and don't fucking like I took it seriously. I was the most serious fucking ninth grader you ever fucking seen, dude. <laughs> you know, some kids go from like junior high to college to to, to, to freshman year of high school and they're yeah. like, they're goofing off and in high school is whatever. It's not as bad as they thought it was going to be or whatnot or, yeah. or fuck around and then having a good time. 
and but I was serious. I was like, this is my script, bro. Like, back up. Fuck you, math homework. I got to work on this script. Man, you were all in, man. You I had, was. You had your fucking lunch pail and hard hat, dude. You were going mm-hmm. to work, dude. <laughs> You're like, this is my job, bitches. I caught the fucking bug, and then I was like, that's, yeah, what, dude. that's what I want to do. And These are my people. Early. I love being doing this. That was your favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That was when it. it. Yeah, when it's easy, you're just like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And it's like all the people I met there were great friends, and and it was easier to stick with it because like my friends were doing it. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good time, and uh, so that was that was ninth grade. We did that. We did. We did some other stuff too, but I remember that at this point, I am sticking around the theater all the time. I'm becoming like good with theater teacher like i'm networking it in people know they can rely on me to do shit Mm -hmm. i forget what the next couple of plays and stuff i did and in that was but um anyway the next thing that happened was uh in ninth grade was the uh the theater festivals now i thought the junior high ones were pretty big going to like a different middle school and stuff the high school ones were even bigger because the entire state was invited. Oh. And they were held at colleges. You needed that bigger stage. So we went to like uh, um, the University of California in Fullerton. Mm. Uh, we did. Uh, UCLA or anything? Or? I don't think we did a UCLA. We did USC? UC Long Beach. UC Long Beach? Okay. Yeah. Because they had they had theater programs. Mm-hmm. bigger theater programs so did we did you think Long about Beach. going to any of these schools Fullerton. yes i did yeah you're like ah, i might go here exactly because you know did you know some right. people that went there i do know some people that that went there um from your theater i don't know it's a whole thing i guess we'll get to that okay i just yeah we can go into detail when we get there but yeah i thought those but it was long beach Wait, what are we fullerton at? cal poly what are we at right now? An hour twenty. All right, all right, yeah. Let's let's end it there, man. We're getting deep. Well, I guess we'll just finish ninth grade and then we can pick up at tenth grade. Okay, what else happened in ninth grade? Well, so this is a theater competition that we did. So yeah. we did a me. I was a freshman and a senior. We're at Cal. Uh, you see Long Beach, so we're at the Long Beach campus. Okay. Um, and competing, and this was like a two. A two or three day event. And it was so cool to be on these college campuses. You'd have students who were traveling and they would just camp there. Like the whole school would camp out in the courtyards of the campus. Huh. And like, you know, we lived in Southern California, so it was easier for us to like take the bus. Yeah. The first day. The second day, only people going were the people who made it to the next rounds. Yeah. And and we would carpool and stuff. Yeah. And it was cool because the festivals offered a lot more at this level instead of just waiting for your competition slot. Like there was other events and games and things you could jump into. Um, there were workshops you could do. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, but like college campuses had fucking food courts that Taco Bell and yeah. Panda Express and shit. And so it was like, oh, shit, we're just going to walk over there and get some fucking Taco Bell. Let's do it. And and so it felt like there was this more bigger sense of freedom for a ninth grader 
you know, going to this so much bigger world, this festival that was going to spend two days at. Yeah. You know, and you kind of feel like you're in college too. You're over here like big shot. And so we prepared for a scene. It was me and then senior, um, a senior girl. And our scene was a comedic contemporary scene. And the scene was about like two old people playing uh, chess or checkers, I think. And they were just reminiscing about old times. And the the woman would always bring up something like the, the man would be like, oh, don't you remember old Johnny Bucktooth? And she'd be like, Johnny Bucktooth died five years ago. What? What? She died five years ago. What? Five years ago he died. Oh. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. <laughs> Those were the lines. Those were like the lines. Yeah. I don't know. They were probably were word for word, but it was a good it was a good scene. We had to cut it down because the time slot for this was, I think, like couldn't be more than five minutes worth of a scene. Okay. So it was a five minute contemporary comedic scene so category you, that we were did in did you have to come up with your own lines or you already had the lines no we took a script like we found scenes in a in script in scene books and oh so or, they or just you take them out of a play or something so like they that. just let you come up with it yeah you go and you you practice what you're gonna take to the competition so everyone's doing something different everyone's doing yeah, something different yeah shakespeare was a little bit different back then because like sure people were doing different parts of it but there's only so much shakespeare that people yeah. want to do <laughs> that you know would probably win a competition yeah so there was like dozens of romeo and juliets yeah yeah yeah. that's a popular one yeah um and so but in here it was it was a lot different you you were in there you know like again when you're performing it's in a classroom in this case college classrooms and uh you you were performing in front of other people you were competing against yeah and you saw their scenes and you could be in different things. I think the second time I went, I went with the monologue and a scene. Mm. Uh, but in this particular time, we went and we we crushed it. You knew it too. Yeah. People loved our scene. We did so well. It was so good. And we won the first award for the school, for the uh-huh. high school at this competition. Uh, and it wasn't first place, but it was second place. Uh, yeah. Second place. Pretty good. Out of a lot of kids, right? Scene. Because you, you guys were at a big old college, so, I mean, there must have been a ton of kids there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that was good. Yeah, we we awesome. did really good on that one. Yeah. Um, And then... So, what do you get for those? You just get a plaque or something? Or? No. We've got a trophy. Oh, two trophies? One each? No. One shared trophy for that entire... For the school. Okay. Yeah, for the school. I have it. Oh, why do you have the trophy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was... It was crazy. When I was leaving... Uh, they gave it to me. They said, "Take it." They said, "Take it." It's yours. You earned it. It's yours. Take it. That's probably better because the the school ends up getting like ridiculous amount of trophies, and they don't know where Some to put it. Some shit happened to the school too at the time. So, with the teacher um, leaving and another teacher taking over, like we didn't end up going to theater competitions those later years because of certain things. Whoa! Yeah, this is a whole another drama. Yeah, oh, we yeah. gotta wait to get in that. Thing. Real bad. Yeah, there's there's a lot more stuff, and a lot more drama happens in theater. Uh, and of then, course, you know. <laughs> so, but that was my ninth grade. We did like um, 
the uh let's see there's one other thing i think i'm missing about ninth grade yeah ninth grade the musical was a princess in the p um parody called once upon a mattress uh mm. they made this into a movie like a decade ago i think uh as a musical pretty interesting you can go watch it yeah we did ours with a twist like we wanted the whole set to feel like it was that show but also and i don't even think it was a musical it might have just been the the comedy the spring comedy or something yeah i think it was just a spring comedy but that show was done like um as if it was in the 60s so it's medieval but with a 60s flair huh so lots of tie-dye shirts and bell-bottom pants and uh the girls with like mini skirts um and no not mini skirts what are those like you know the 60s girls wear the the spandex type dress skirts things uh and um also (laughs) also uh uh what are the go-go boots go-go boots yeah yeah so i auditioned for this one and on the sheet it says and by this time we're in second semester of school so one thing that happened was that uh i auditioned for the production performance class second semester yeah so i let after computer was done for the first semester we do our electives again second semester electives instead of taking theater two i decided to take um production performance okay and so i auditioned for it and i went straight to it and, and i got in i did a monologue um with a with like a frog it was like a frog character or some shit right a bit yeah i was like a i think i was the prince who is a frog talking about how dreadful it is to be me as a frog or some mm. shit um it was it was an interesting did little you have to wear a suit a frog suit or something no i did not but i felt so embarrassed because i i was on like you know frog stance and uh, hopping around as a frog and getting distracted by flies and like licking yeah, things out of the yeah, air and whatnot yeah. uh but i ripped my pants yeah you did full squat I, yeah i heard a rip and i thought i ripped my pants and i was so embarrassed and scared but i kept going yeah. Um, and I turned out, I did not rip my pants. I ripped my underwear. So not as bad, but still like something that happened from squatting like that. <laughs> the show must go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got into production and performance and remember I had a friend that was already in it. Yeah. So the, the enemy, he'd already been in there for a bit, but I also had, so wait, wait, hold on. Was he jealous when you got that award at the, um, you, well, this was an unspoken we competition. We weren't competing against each other, so it wasn't that he was jealous. I think he was more like happy about it. But I can't okay. remember what he was doing. Uh, but his whatever he did it didn't work. It, he would make it far too. Like yeah, he'd make it to the finals and whatnot. But he did not mm, win an award. Not like we won you. the award. I was I was like, oh my god, we won, and I felt so <laughs> happy because like there's so many people competing yeah so many at this point so it was, it was big and you did already this type of yeah. stuff before and you didn't win there was so. enough people competing that for the the eight was it like an eight hour festival or something yeah it had to be split into two days worth of competition 
Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's a lot, dude. Yeah. And then we went and saw um show afterwards and that too. Uh, I remember seeing Sweeney Todd done by the the college. And um that was the first time I'd seen like a live version of it. And I fell in love. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but I ended up second semester in production performance. Now you had to audition for everything, or you had to at least say you wanted to be something in every show. That's part of the requirements of production performance. Yeah. You have to be in all the extracurricular after school programming and stuff, um, which wasn't hard because anybody who auditioned for it like wanted to be in there anyway. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I remember putting down on the paper that, you know, if I was not going to be cast in this show, I would do anything that yeah. was available. Yeah. And they needed costumers. So they put me on the costuming team. Ah. What did you, what did you feel like when they said, Hey, we need you for costumes. I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, there'd never been a male costumer, but they just didn't have enough people who wanted to be costumers. And you put anything. Yes. So they reached out to you first and they, they, they made me a costumer. Yeah. So like the, the sheet comes up, I didn't get any part but I'm a costumer. Yeah, and I was huh. like, okay, well, like, I guess I'm a costumer. Yeah. That's weird, but okay, whatever. I, I wasn't like, it didn't throw you off that thinking much. I was wanting to be any part of this show anyway. Uh, like it wasn't like going to be that big of a deal for me. Yeah. Um, at least I was still part of it and all my friends were there and I did some other stuff and I was acting in, in the classes and the class productions too. So it wasn't that big of a deal. I was still acting all the time. Uh, and like I said, I would do anything as long as I was part of the show. Yeah. I wanted to be. So I was a costumer. Now. Was there anybody else? Yeah. There was other costumers. How many? There was like three or four other costumers. And then there was a head of costuming. So you have another student that was in charge, like costume manager. Oh, so they showed you the ropes. They're like, this is how you do it. Yes. But they were also the ones in charge of like planning everything out. Okay. So like they, they were submitting like designs of, of what the costumes are going to look like and, um, you know, talking with the director and, and stuff like that. Like they were in charge of all that. And the other costumers were like, okay, well we got all this cast to be measuring. So let's all go measure them. And then we all got to start cutting this and sewing that and, and finding this and that and doing this type of shopping and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of busy work. Yeah. As a costumer. So I remember that we did all of these auditions before spring break. And this show was taking place after spring break. And uh, I was told right before spring break, like the day spring break was ending, that the head costumer was no longer going to be part of the production. Oh, for whatever reason, they weren't going to be part of the production or they wanted to step down as head costumer because they, they, they felt it was too much pressure for them. Jeez. They were cracking and they asked me to do it. Yeah. And I had no fucking costuming experience whatsoever. I'd never touch a sewing machine in my life. And of course, you know, I, I went and I told them, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> So I became head costumer for that show. Mm. And I remember my my homework for spring break was to design 
Like I had a sheet, a blank canvas sheet for every character. And I was supposed to design what this, they would look like. And so I'm over there with colored pencils in my room and I'm I'm drawing what I think the costume should look like. And I'm just Googling what bell bottoms are supposed to look like because I don't fucking know. And it's supposed to be a mix of like medieval meets 60s. And that's what we ended up doing. We ended up making bell bottom pants from scratch. We ended up making um, uh, tie dye shirts and stuff. And this is all like happening. I'm learning to sew. Uh, I taught myself how to sew. I'm using a sewing machine. I'm sewing things together. One of my best friends, he had a part where he was in a musical number and he had to do the splits. And every fucking time he did the splits, the motherfucker would rip his crotch open. <laughs> he would rip his crotch open on the pants. And this happened in the dress rehearsal. So I, I stitch it back up. And then this happened in the in the first night, the opening night. And so I had to stitch it back up in between his scenes. Jeez. So he would come out and he would give me the pants and I would Strom. stitch them. <laughs> yes. And, and just because, and I would have to do it. I'd time it when the audience was like laughing or when there was something going on. Cause I couldn't just be sewing in the back during like silence or anything. Right. Yeah, yeah Like I had it. to wait for like claps and stuff like end of scenes and where everyone would clap when the lights get out. And I remember it was about like the, cause we did two weeks worth of shows. We would do, you know, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And a matinee on Sunday. Oh no. Saturday would just be um, a matinee in the morning, afternoon time. And then the, the normal performance later in the day. Yeah. Uh, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and that first, so by the time we got to Saturday and it happened the, during the matinee, I went and I was like, fuck this shit. So I took his pants and I put like the, I just kept stitching I just kept stitching over and over and over and over and over until the pants seam was more stitched than than fabric. Yeah. And those pants never fucking ripped again. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I remember it was also awkward for me to be the costumer because, again, I was the first male costumer in the school. And uh, that was a big deal at the time because um, the dressing rooms, we had male and female dressing rooms. Yeah. And the girls would always go in there and make the guys try on things. And as an actor, I had to do that too. I had to undress down to my boxers in front of these girls and, and get dressed so they can measure me and see how things are fitting and make adjustments and whatnot. And so I needed to do that too. And I needed to sign off on things. Yeah. And I couldn't do that. (laughs) I remember like I would be in the girls dressing room and they'd have to change. And it was like, All right, I'll have to step out. And eventually I had to step out and step back in, step out, step back in. Because I had to look at them wearing different um, garments and everything. Yeah. Like we had to try on all these different things. And I couldn't do that if I kept stepping out and stepping in. And eventually we just took the teacher's chair because it's like a spinning office chair. Yeah. And I just sat in there and they would just spin me and someone would watch me to make sure I wasn't watching the girl as she changed on the other side of me. Yeah. It was so like, those are like the frustrating parts about it. Yeah. Uh, But I guess it's not too bad. I don't know what I'm complaining about. (laughs) Anyway, though, um, after that, I think I did a stint as sound for a different production. Like I learned how to do like spotlights and stuff. Like I volunteered for that. 
Uh, and so I was doing the spotlights and I talked to like another person who, who had showed me like the soundboard. And so I was trying to get familiar with how that all worked. Yeah. Cause like the tech booth was on the opposite side. Like it was behind the audience. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually where they have it. Right. right? And so you weren't allowed in there unless you were part of that crew. And I wanted to check it out and see what it was. And so I got friendly with those people and, and, uh, started going back there a lot more and learning the lights and the sound and how it all worked. Yeah. Uh, and the only other times I'd been doing that before is when they would bring me up there to get mic'd for lines and whatnot. So that was ninth grade. And we could stop there. I guess we'll have to do a part three. Yeah, man. But, uh, but, um, yeah, 10th grade, the rest of the, the high school years, they come with a lot of crazy shit. Lots of drama happens. Whoa. Uh, yeah. There's relationships dun, dun, dun. that affect things. Wow. Uh, there's all these other little roles and, and, and then there's like a teacher that goes away and another Whoa. teacher comes in and cast away. And there's like, drama with who this new teacher is there there's issues where where the theater production is just like hanging on by a string at this school like it went from like we're going to festivals and stuff to slowly degrading then you guys 10th grade was the last good year then we we just start rolling downhill from there you guys did you guys you guys had that student too right there was a werewolf and then they started acting teen wolf yeah i think so (laughs) no i'm just kidding That was that was part of the Teen Wolf pod. You ever seen Teen Wolf? No. No. Yeah, he's he's a teen. He turns into a wolf, and then for some like I know the premise. For some reason, he's acting. (laughs) He becomes an actor and a basketball player. Well, he was always playing basketball, and he was always acting too. But he wait, isn't that the story of High School Musical? I don't know. I never saw it. You might be right. I don't know. Don't you have like three girls? Yeah, I don't watch. You've never seen High School Musical? No, they weren't. In, they're not into that. Really? Yeah. Huh. No, man, they don't care about musicals. I don't think. I don't really think. I kids, just assume like. I don't think they kids would just really, be stuck to the Disney Channel or something. No, that the Disney. <coughs> there's not a Disney Channel like you think of Disney Channel anymore. Disney oh, Channel is right. just streaming. You're and, right. You're right. Because High School Musical is more of our generation's thing. Well, at least my generation's thing. And everybody was watching cable TV and everything. And it's, like Crystal likes High School Musical. It's not really. I mean, there is a Disney Channel, and they do have shows, but kids don't really watch TV like like we did. They have the option to they watch have like on demand. They can watch whatever they yeah. want exactly, they want. and they don't really stray out that much unless they see a clip somewhere and they're like oh i want to watch that but yeah, you know like that's back, back in our day you had to know the date you had to know which day it was coming on you had to know the time and sometimes if you lived in a weird time zone they would just say uh you know pacific central or no they would say central or eastern time they'd be like eh, tune in on cartoon network at nine eastern well a lot of times we just put the channel on and we just f- were forced to watch whatever was on because we just wanted to watch the channel so, you know, like whatever MTV was showing, we were just going to watch MTV. You yeah. Know, like, You'd watch what was on yeah. there and like, you're just you're like, oh, watching through the channel. I'm just waiting for the next show. I know it's going to be this or something, you know? Yeah. Like, you know the schedule. Yeah. You know what's coming on next. Like you're aware. Yeah. So sometimes. Or you, you had the TV guide 
and the TV guy would show you. And yeah. that's when you had like uh, like TVs and, and stuff. That was the sophisticated days. But yeah, a lot of times when you're watching TV, you just throw it on whatever it is, and you're just watching whatever they have on, and right. they know they have your eyes too. You know, they they did a little tricky stuff. You know, where they would Ooh, they tricky, tricky, yeah, tricky. they would say it's gonna start at seven, but then it really didn't start until seven fifteen, and you were watching like some other stupid show. You know, like I know MTV is really like weird. They did little weird things like that where they were cut shows off at 45, right. you know, but anyways, anyways, we're, we're, um, this was another lively edition of digital cortex. Yeah. My name's Steven. That's random styles and, uh, have a good night later.